You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Sons and Daughters of God is the title of this devotion. I remember many years ago a man called Jack. He's a very kind man. And he came to the church here. He was raised in a different religion. And he came to this church here and he looked at me and he said, what do I have to do to prove I'm a Christian? I said, wow, that's a good question to ask. I said, all you have to do is to believe upon the Lord Jesus by the very faith He gives you, to trust in Him. Then He gives you the Spirit of the Heavenly Father, the Holy Spirit, to indwell you. And that is called the Spirit of Adoption, by which you will cry, Abba, Father. In other words, God's Spirit Himself will convince you that you are His child. And then you live by faith in God. And you know the witness He bears of you is true, that you are His child. And you have the witness within yourself, First John 5 verse 9 says. You have the witness because Christ's Spirit is in you, bearing witness with your spirit that you are His child. And it says here in Romans 8 verse 14, and I find this a very powerful thought. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. The Truth Translation is a beautiful New Testament translation given out by Colin Urquhart, a precious man of God here in the United Kingdom. And he says this verse this way, those who are sons and daughters of God love to be led by His Spirit love to follow the inward inclination, motivation, and leadership of His Holy Spirit. You see, it says here in John chapter 1, verse 13, John 1, where are you? Here you are. Verse 12, For as many as receive Him, Jesus Christ, to them He gave the right, the power of authority, to become children of God to those who believe in His name. Listen now. Who were born, not of blood, nor of the will of flesh, nor of the will of man, but who are born of God. You see, a child of God, sons and daughters of God, are those who are born again, as Jesus would say to Bartimaeus in John chapter 3, that if you want to enter the kingdom life you see in me, then you must, if you want to enter it and see it, you must be born again by the Holy Spirit whom God gives. It's a work that we don't with the natural mind fully comprehend, but we experience it and we know it's true because God says so that whomever believes upon His Son would not perish, but have everlasting life. And it is a life of sonship by which we cry about Father and by which we know that we are born of God. 
And God would bring us into such a place as we grow in union with Him through His Spirit in us, that we, by that Holy Spirit, begin to really know that Holy Spirit in its nature, in its character, and that we begin to follow its inclination, its guidance, its thinking, its believing, its acting, its reacting, its talking, its, its speaking, its manners, its nature. You see the nature of the Father is perfectly manifest in the Son. In Jesus, we can see the invisible God perfectly visible in His natural body in his earthly body. And he became one of us so that he could show us who God is, but also whom God had predestined us to be in his image. And in Jesus, you can see who you are. That's why the best mirror for you to look at is Jesus, if you want to really discover who you are and who you're meant to be. And here in Galatians 5 verse 16, it says, But I say this, walk and live habitually in the Holy Spirit responsive to and controlled and guided by the Spirit, then you will certainly not gratify the cravings and desires of your human nature, your flesh without God, that flesh nature that doesn't have God by itself, but you begin to live by the Holy Spirit that comes into your flesh. For I desire, for the desires, the nature of the flesh are opposed to the Holy Spirit. The desires of the spirit are also opposed to the flesh, that godless human nature. For these are antagonistic to each other, continually withstanding and in conflict with each other, so that you're not free, but are prevented from doing what you desire to do. In other words, the Holy Spirit in you is, is a different nature than that nature of sin in your flesh. You see, we all have sin because we're in this flesh. But we don't sin only through the power of Christ's sinless life in us. The only way to live free from sin is through Jesus Christ within. Through He who cannot sin will keep you from sinning. So He comes in us, in our body that is called in 1 Corinthians 6 verse 20, the temple of the Holy Spirit. And He comes to dwell in you and He's purchased the right to be in you by the, His own blood shed for you. No other spirit has a right to dwell in your body but the Holy Spirit because only the blood of Jesus Christ has given right for the Holy Spirit to live in you. No other spirit has a right to be in you. So don't, don't act like it does. If you feel some other feelings in you, just say no. Just like a stranger coming up to your house wanting to come in and, and steal or whatever, you keep the door shut and if he won't go away, you call the police and say no. Well, you do the same if some evil thoughts, some evil feelings come into you, you say, no, no. And if it won't stop, you say, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And I'll tell you, you call upon his name and that evil will run away. And the nature of sin in the flesh is described here for you and me, you see. When we are guided by the Holy Spirit, we realize that there's nothing in God's laws against us. But the doings and practices of, this, of the flesh without the Holy Spirit are clear and obvious. They are immorality, impurity, indecency, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, anger, ill temper, selfishness, divisions, dissensions, a party spirit, 
factions, sects with peculiar opinions and heresies, envy, drunkenness, carousing, and the like. And I warn you beforehand that just as I have previously warned you that those who do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. But let me show you the fruit of the indwelling life of God's Holy Spirit in you. When the Holy Spirit is dwelling inside of you, then you begin to experience the Father's love and joy and gladness, peace, patience, even temper, forbearance, kindness, goodness, benevolence, faithfulness, gentleness, meekness, humility, self-control, self-restraint. When you live by the nature of the Holy Spirit, you see there's nothing in God's law against you. And this is what I want to talk to you about. You see, sons and daughters of God begin to act like their Heavenly Father, talk like their Heavenly Father, live like their Heavenly Father. It's kind of like John the Beloved in 1 John. Oh, he describes that so sweetly. His language in that letter is so heavenly, so holy. It's only five little chapters, so read 1 John. It is so beautiful. And he says, if you say you know your heavenly Father and He dwells with you and in you, then you will love because He is love. But if you still carry hate against your brother, how can you say you know God? Because he who hates is still in darkness. But no, if you are a child of your heavenly Father, you love because He is love. And as you abide in that love of your Father, you're abiding in God. And through your union with God, His love in you will be perfected so that when you come before Him in the day of judgment, there's nothing in you afraid of what will happen or makes you draw back because His love has been perfected in you. If you still have fear of what will happen when you meet God, it shows that His love is not yet made perfect in you because fear always involves torment. But God's perfect love drives that fear right out of you so that in the day of judgment you have no fear. And that's why we love Him down here because He has loved us first through His Son. You see, that nature of love shows the spirit of sonship in you, that you are a son and a daughter of God. And I tell you the truth, Jesus is that source, that river that never runs dry, that brings His, the love of the Father into you. He says in John 15, verse 9, I have loved you with the love the Father has loved me. Come and abide in my love. And as you abide in my love, my joy will be in you and your joy will be full as I teach you to love as I love. That love will never run dry. It will never, ever run dry. And it will always be more than you could dare ask, hope or pray or need. And it will make you filled and flooded with God Himself as you abide in Christ's love, in Christ's peace, in Christ's joy in His benevolence, in His kindness, in His goodness, in His meekness, in His humility, in His gentleness, in His forbearance, in His goodness, His benevolence, His faithfulness. Oh, friends, I find this absolutely glorious 
that we have been invited to become children of God. Now, let me read you two little things in closing. Let's just do one. One more thing in closing, and it's right here in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1 and 2. Therefore, be imitators of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice of God for a sweet-smelling aroma. Oh, how that love for us when Jesus offered himself on the cross was like sweet perfume to the Father. And God wants to perfume you, if I may just be that silly. He wants to give you a fragrance of his love and of his life and that it is just what shows others that you are a son and a daughter of God because you have the love of your Father. And that love Jesus demonstrated while we were yet sinners. Romans 5 verse 8 says, God demonstrating his own love for us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. You see, that love is what we need in the world today and we need it in our home and our families. And I long to be perfected in that love day and night so that the enemy with his ugly, unkind, cruel ways never gains access to my house. I want my house to be a canopy of the Father's love. And I'm doing a lot better than I, than I, I used to when I was young, but my, you gotta stay sober and vigilant and stay abiding in that love of the Father through your union with Jesus and be filled with that love continuously by the Holy Spirit pouring that love into your heart, Romans 5 says, and to continuously be armed with that love so that the enemy never, ever can gain access and that he is shut out from your house, from your marriage, from your family, from your church, from your community, because the love of the Father is flowing like a river through and f to and through each and every one of us. Let's believe for this as we enter this new year that we're going to see the love of God like a river flow from His throne to bring life and healing and reconciliation to the world today. Amen. Have a good day.